Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will finish his message, which is titled Strength to Love. This is the second message in his bigger Bear Fruit series. The text for this message is 1 Corinthians 5, verses 14 through 21. So if you have your Bibles, please turn there right now. To start this final episode, Pastor Chuck will talk through ways we can work through our own prejudices. Let's join him right now. Lord said in first, uh, 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 first Peter and in Titus, he's trying to purify himself, a people that will be zealous for him for good works. So we have to identify what is prejudice. It's an adverse opinion or leaning formed without just grounds or before sufficient knowledge. A prejudice is this. It's an adverse opinion or a leaning formed without just grounds or before sufficient knowledge. So here are some of the ways that we overcome prejudices. And if you're in your feelings right now, take it to the Lord. Because when we talk about these matters, people get in their feelings. Because the reality is we got itching ears and we don't like to hear the truth. We don't like to be called out. I'm calling myself out. I had to be first partaker of this word. I'm calling myself out. I got I prejudge all the time. I'm gonna tell you right there. Let me clear the air. Let me get everybody together. I do it all the time. When I thought about this, I realized how much I do it on the daily. So I can go there because I know there. We have to get this thing right. Too many folks are dying out here. They're dying, y'all. When are our souls going to break for the souls of the lost anymore? They're dying. Got to be mindful of this family. This is, this is, this is serious business. This, that, that just, this is not just come and see. It's also go and tell. Folks are literally dying with no hope, without everlasting life. We truly do have a gospel too great and a mission too urgent to let any lesser thing divide us. So here's some of the ways we overcome that. One, read your Bible. Study your Bible. Don't just read it. Study it. Ask questions to the Holy Spirit. Ask him. The Bible says he comes to lead and guide us into all truth. Ask questions of the text. Verses like Psalm 51, create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within inside of me. Verses like in Psalm 139, Lord, search me. You know me. See if there's any grievous way in me. Prayer and fasting. Pray. Ask the, prayer is just, listen, it's simple. Prayer is this. It's just simply talking to God and then listening, using both your mouth and your ears to listen. We want to listen more in prayer than we want to do talking. And it's nourished 
the way Ian e. Bounds says, Ian e. Bounds, a prayer warrior uh, in the faith, he wrote these books on prayer, many books on prayer, and he says, the word of, uh, the word of God is what fuels and nourishes your prayer. So we need, to, we need to be praying and fasting. What does fasting do? Denies your flesh. It submits your flesh to the obedience of the Spirit. Every time we fast, I know at least a third of our church is not going to fast. Every single time. And I've heard in the three years that we've been together, I've heard just about every single excuse. And you know what every excuse says to me? You are your own God. Go and have at it, baby. Well, that's what, every time, we don't want to deny this flesh. Because watch this, we know better. In other words, if we know better, what we're saying to God is, I'm self-righteous. I know me better than you could ever know me. I trust in my ways more than I trust in yours. I would rather hear my voice than hear your voice. I would rather walk my way than walk in your way. We got too much flesh going on in the church. Jesus, he said, listen, he didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. Don't be like the hypocrites. Don't be like those self-righteous ones because they already got their reward in the earth. But you lay up yourself treasures in heaven where the thief cannot steal and the moth cannot corrupt. We need to be storing up more in heaven. Listen, I grew up in a holiness church, y'all. I, I grew up in it. When I got saved, saved, urban vernacular again, when I got saved, saved, I grew up in a holiness environment. It was either Jesus was the way or there won't no way. Now, I know we don't like this kind of preaching. I know we don't. Because we don't like to be told the truth. Watch this. Not by people you really don't respect or trust. This ain't no soapbox moment, y'all. I'm telling you because I did it myself. There are plenty of times where I rejected truth and the Lord had to whip my tail and let me know, boy, don't think more highly of yourself than you are. That's Romans chapter 12, verse 13. Don't get the case of the big head. Here's another way you can do this. Get a diverse community. Are we done with prayer and fasting? Was that... I want to go, Bishop. Can we can we move on? I want a house of hope now, Bishop. I want to, Will. I don't want to keep. I'll keep going on it. I'm trying to give the people something for this Sunday, man. It's been it's been a, it's been a long year already. We only what 19 days in or whatever it is. It's been a long year already. I'm trying to give people something to enjoy, but I also want us to walk in the light as He is in the light. So here it is, diverse community. Diverse community. We say here at Rebuild, it's not just about who's coming to church, but who's coming to dinner. Here's a challenge for you. Begin to set up a time with somebody other than you. And when I mean about other than you, same skin color, 
don't vote like you, talk like you, listen to the same music like you, watch the same shows like you, all that type of stuff. Start to begin to try to establish a relationship with somebody other than you and watch this. Do the big, most vulnerable step. Invite them over to your house one day. I don't know when that day is going to be, but invite them over one day. You can start with meeting them at Starbucks. You can start by meeting somewhere for lunch or something like that. You can start by texting them on the phone. At, hey, how you doing? What's going on? You can make a start. When we gather, you know, in-person gatherings, and you see somebody you don't normally talk to or walk by and speak to and say, hey, how you doing? I'm such and such. If we're going to make a change in the world, if we're going to proclaim the diversity of the kingdom and reflect the diversity of our community, it's got to start with us, right? We've got to start taking these steps to begin to, watch this, watch this, listen to me, to try, try, try to establish a relationship, try, just asking you to try, just try it out, you never know, you just might like it, I didn't know how good guacamole was till my white co-workers at work turned me on to guacamole, I was like, oh my God, why hasn't anybody told me about this, because in my grew up, Guacamole for black people was potato salad. You'll get that when you get home. Mother was that, that's our guacamole potato salad. I didn't know about avocados and stuff like that. I grew up with cucumbers, squash, that's what I grew up with. I didn't grow, won't know avocados jumping off. I didn't know it until my white coworkers turned me on the guacamole and I said, wow, why has nobody ever told me about this? But it wasn't until, watch this, it wasn't until I put myself in a position to have a, a, a relationship with somebody other than the color of my skin. Here's another thing you can do. Travel. Go somewhere. Some of y'all ain't never been out in North Carolina. There's more people on this earth than North Carolinians. Go somewhere. Get out of the state. Go somewhere with some blue waters or something like that. Everybody, listen, you pay $300 for some shoes, you pay $300 for a cruise. Go somewhere. Again, am I lying? Am I lying on my family? Am I lying? Go somewhere. See some different ethnicities. See some different cultures. See some different lifestyles. Watch this. I can't wait for the day COVID shut this down. I can't wait for the day when we begin taking short-term mission trips. Go seeing how people live overseas. One of the most formative things that the Lord did for me was he sent me overseas to be able to see how these people live and to serve them. And it began to give me a deeper understanding of his love for all of mankind. Jesus, you died for them too. They're struggling with some of the same things that each and every one of us are struggling with too. They're trying to survive. They're trying to eat. They're trying to keep their families together. They're trying to do the same things that we're all trying to do. Last thing, watch some TV shows, some sitcoms. I'm serious. Let's do some practical. I mean, sometimes it ain't all super spiritual. Do some practical stuff. Watch some TV shows. I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. My white co-workers turn me on to it. It's funny to me. I love why I watch it over and over and over and over again. 
And I got in my feelings one time, Joy, when I asked them to watch Martin. And ain't nobody story. I asked them about three months later, y'all watch Martin yet? No. Well, I got to watch your shows and you not watch mine. I offered them Fresh Prince. I offered them Everybody Hates Chris. You know what I'm saying? I, went there, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't bring them in the good times yet. It was a little, a, little too, a little too hard. I couldn't bring them on good times. I try to start somewhere when we do it. But that's one of y'all, I know y'all loving me today. That's one of the ways you engage culture, Mike. That's one of the ways you're able to do it. Learn. Watch some stuff. Be able to engage. Here's another thing. Just ask questions. Even if you feel like they're stupid or ignorant, just ask questions. Ask a question. Why black women don't like anybody touch their hair? Ask them. Ask them. Why y'all, James, they making fun of me. What? Am I lying, James? Ask a black woman. Don't be scared. Just ask them, why, why is that a rule for y'all? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll be like my wife because I said don't touch it. You know what I'm saying? But, but I like you say, just ask them, ask them. We have to, we have, watch this, watch this. Here's the thing. Here's my point. Here's the, here's the point where I'm getting at. Here's the, here's the point where I'm getting at. Watch this. Watch this. Here's the point where I'm getting at. Dr. King said this. One day we will learn that the heart can never be totally right when the head is totally wrong. One day we will learn that the heart can never be totally right when the head is totally wrong. We are called to be kingdom builders, not kingdom barriers. I'm going to do a part two of this. I'm going to come back next week for the sake of time. I don't want to labor this. Here's your last two points I'm going to give you for your study in this text. His ministry is our ministry. His mission is our mission. We do a part two of this. We'll come back and finish this off on next week. But we'll do this. <clears throat> the Gold family is to be kingdom builders, not kingdom barriers. The heart intent, what I strive to do for each and every one of you here today is to position you at the throne of grace. The Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that where we can find mercy and the grace to help us in our time of need. His message is our message. His ministry is our ministry. His method is our method. His mission is our mission. We'll do part two of this next week. For the sake of time, I don't want to belabor this. Y'all know I can roll. But I need us to understand, family, that we are living in perilous times. And it's time for us to declare that we are on the Lord's side. And we need the unbelieving community around us to know that there is a God who loves them with a love that keeps no record of wrong, a love that is patient, a love that is kind, a love that is not self-seeking, it is not boastful, a love that does not fail. So whenever y'all hear me pray, uh, Lord, we thank you for your love that is unconditional, it is undying, it is steadfast, and it never loses its power. I get that, not specifically from 1 Corinthians 13, I get it from this, this historical account of himself, this testament of who he is, and the love that he has given all of mankind.
kind. I want us to walk in that love and to stop making excuses of being loved by him. I want us to rest in that love, to experience the power and beauty and the depths of that love, and to know that in his love, I'm safe. I'm set free. I've been made whole. I've been given a family. I've been given protection. I've been gifted provision. He's given me himself. I want you to know that you are loved. You are known by God. And you are loved by God. No matter what your trial is right now. No matter what your issue is right now. No matter what your struggle is right now. Know the Lord. He wants to speak clearly to you today and say, I love you, son. I love you, daughter. here to hold you and help you. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as we move on to the next message in our Bear Fruit series.